it's champion and if you champion something you're enthusiastic about something so it's to be enthusiastic about active travel about walking and cycling anywhere where you actually have to put some power into it you're not just sitting there being carried along so bus doesn't count but walking and cycling both do and running I suppose but I didn't do a lot of that so it's from getting from A to B in a way that increases your energy that doesn't impact upon the planet so I've been enthusiastic about this for a long time but to be given the official title means it encourages me to do more of that Um, but does it also encourage you to encourage others absolutely well that's the point so on um, social media for example I'm always retweeting stuff about Spokesporty for example that's the new cycle campaign that's aligned to the Edinburgh cycle campaign spokes. They have agreed to do an interview with me, but we haven't found a suitable time yet. Wow, fantastic. Kirsty Lewin is doing a fantastic job. So it fits with my local council role, where I know there are a lot of asks for walkers and cyclists within the local area. So if I can bring that more profile within the council, that will be all to the good. But you may have seen... On one of our local sites, a certain long, long, long letter from someone who is not so enthusiastic about the behaviour of some cyclists. Well, we call people cyclists. These are human beings going from A to B. They're using a tool, a mode of transport, and we have to think about them as human beings. And what are their needs? And the less kit you've got with you, the more vulnerable you are. The more you expose yourself to the road and in competition with others, the more vulnerable you are. So it's not championing any particular mode of transport. It's saying this person who's trying to get from A to B, what is their impact on the environment? What's their impact on other people? And I think a degree of politeness and understanding of people's needs has to come into into the frame. But as you were saying, it's the understanding of others. And part of the problem, and something that was highlighted in that, were individuals cycling along the prom at between 20 and 30 miles an hour and not taking pedestrians into account. Absolutely. Anybody, anybody would condemn that behaviour, apart from perhaps the person who's doing it. And raising the awareness of your impact on others is just as much for somebody on a bike as it is for somebody running, somebody pushing other people out of the way because they're in a hurry or whatever, or somebody in a car or a van or a bus. You can do much, much more damage on a car and a bus than you can as a cyclist on the road. As a cyclist on the promenade, you're in competition with with people just doing exactly what the name says on the tin promenading and that means zigzagging and doing the things that people do on the on the beach running across your path so if you're going at 20 miles an hour you are potentially damaging someone and potentially will run into them and that will cause a huge amount of damage to someone so it's it's selfish behavior by human being but to call them just a cyclist and then say all cyclists are thereby condemned, is like, well, if we were to say that about a Jewish person, a black person, we'd call it racist. Well, it's cyclist. (laughs) 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 To say that cyclists are selfish. They're no more selfish than than anyone else. If you're a driver, uh, you're passing a cyclist, and you pass them far too close, you're being 
endangering their life. There's been a big police campaign yes, just to big, identify like, this. Yes, absolutely. Operation Close Pass, and that is happening right now. Police trying to ensure that everybody that's on the road should have cognizance of other people's needs, whether it be pedestrians or somebody on a bike, a person on a bike. <laughs> what, what, what about the need p- perhaps for a larger number of either cycle paths or cycle devoted areas within the roads. Yes, absolutely. I was on a, a route to school with St John's and with Duddingston primary school children going, again, spoke Sporty's idea, and seeing what's in the road of, of more and more people walking and, and cycling to school. And I think segregated paths... But it's that rant that sometimes you hear from motorists and the lack of motorists there are. People who drive and who see everything through the windscreen of their car. People who are driving, I think you're in that kind of a bubble and then you transfer that hatred to other road users and I think we've got to get the balance a lot better. So it's quite a common I, thing because yeah, there have been reports yeah. from other countries identifying exactly what you're Absolutely. talking about. Absolutely. I've been to Holland on several occasions and just adored the, the, the ability to cycle around. But we in this country seem to have gotten into our heads that to own and to drive a car is the only way to be. We have a city car club, three cars in Portobello so far, that are reckoned to take 20 vehicles off the road. If we were to have more people using that system where you don't have to own a car in order to be able to drive one when you need to, and I completely acknowledge that people sometimes do need to use a car. I do. It's a reductio ad absurdum argument to say that you cannot give more road and pavement space to other users, other travellers without having some kind of war on the car, I think is ridiculous. And we really, in this country, need to get our heads around that a transport mode is not something to be constantly warring about and give more road space to to people that want to walk safely and want to cycle safely. I was reasonably impressed recently. I needed to go up to Maggie's at the Western General Mm -hmm and was able to get up there off-road all bar about 250 yards. Wow, that's, that's great. And hopefully we'll be able to do more of that and have people confident enough to cycle off-road and then the 250 yards are not such a big problem. But I think one of the issues about people cycling and walking to some degree is it's not a nice experience and it, it's a not, but lot better experience if you give more space to walking and cycling. I've noticed quite frequently that you make a conscious decision, perhaps to come part of the way back down from the centre of town by bus and then walk through the Figgit Park. Yes, I do. Which gives you a lot of fresh air. Yes, I do. I love getting off the number five at Mount Crassel Road South and walking through the park, and I did a bit of that today. And the other thing is it's just part of a councillor's job to walk around and see what's going on. Other councillors walk around and they, they take snaps of over... Uh, overflowing bins and potholes and stuff, but I take, I take pictures of things that are ducklings at the uh, moment and make people yeah. feel yeah. feel better. Um, yeah. And I think for your own mental health, cycling and walking for one's own mental health, selfishly, 
is a, is a lot better than driving a car. So if, I'm not sure how long you have in this role as champion, or is it a sort of as long as you want or need? I don't think there was any competition for it, oddly enough. And so I sort of grabbed at it, and I'm happy to be in in it as long as I'm a councillor, which is another three years. But if anybody else wants the role, they can compete for it. (laughs) (laughs) So after the end of three years, what would you like, cast your mind forward, what would you like to see? I'd like to see a lot more people walking and cycling, less traffic on the roads, more actual infrastructure for walking and cycling. So that that 250 yards, let's see if we can fix that between here and Maggie Centre. There is a lot in the pipeline and there's a lot of money being devoted. 10% of the council's transport budget is going on cycling. It's kind of difficult to get that infrastructure in place in good time. But I think in the next three years, people will see a lot more cycling infrastructure and separated cycleways. I'd like to see that because I think that really does encourage people to get out of their cars and get into active travel.